Do you guys feel like you got rode by the hag last night? Because I feel like I got rode by a hag last night. That's you know, don't talk about your wife like that. <gasps> whoa, whoa, whoa. I haven't actually been on a hag hunt in years. I normally go to two th- well, 3001 now if I'm going hag hunting. <laughs> Is that like cougar hunting, but they're yeah. ugly? Well, you know, I was, I was tying it into the show. I mean, that's all he could really get back then. So, I mean, yeah, I just. You know, she fa- like her Goodwill finds, she found me in a ding and dent. <laughs> Found you where? In a ding and dent. Like it's got dings and dents. Oh, so it's discounted. <laughs> like what is that? In the trash <laughs> pile. <laughs> is that why you and Salem get along so well? Yeah, we're we're both, we both came from the streets. We're trash men. Actually, that was a conversation that happened. <laughs> where you said we both we both came from the streets and you saved us and fed us and made us fat. <laughs> yep, it's all her fault. It is all my fault. It's okay. I'll it's her that. fault. I'm fat. I'll accept that. I'm working on Salem next. Him's a chunk. He's chunky. You chunky boy. You got him that lick mat, and he doesn't choke on his food anymore. He said, "I have no need for exercise anymore from choking <laughs> and running for my food because I'm scared of it." He's oh. so funny, boy. And now he's eating like fucking. He's like a goddamn hobbit. He eats two breakfasts now. <laughs> that happened this morning. But yeah, um, I'm excited about this episode. I love when we do indigenous stuff too, like our area. Yeah, I think this is the first time we've done one for this show from Myrtle or from the South Carolina area. Yeah, it's both Carolinas and Georgia. Yeah. yeah. So it's a, it's a huge spanning uh, mm-hmm. urban legend, which we we haven't done too too many urban legends. So this is a nice nice break. This is. Do you think it's like an urban legend or is it more like folklore? I'd say both. What's the difference? Folklore is more like a regional thing. Flo- yeah, folklore is kind of like... An urban legend would be more like people putting poison in candy on Halloween to trick-or-treaters or razor blades razor in the blades. candy apples. They're That's just, an urban legend. That doesn't sound like a bad thing to me. Foreshadowing. <laughs> well, I'm not coming to Christian's house for trick or treating. Yeah, nobody come apple bobbing <laughs> at our house. Uh, Christian's ruined that now. But yeah, um, this is going to be a good episode. I can I can feel I it. I love it. So, I think this might be up there with one of your favorite things to say is a boo hag. I love the boo hag. I wish we still had this sound clip. You're gonna have to go, Eric. You might have to go back in the old. To the archives. The first mm. recording the of this dips. topic and get Sam's reaction to what is a boo hag? Because <laughs> I don't think she knew what we were doing on the episode. No. Until you said that. And I'm pretty sure that's in the episode. I don't even remember that. That's an that's a deep cut. That's a real deep cut for the listeners that came over from our original podcast before we rebranded and restarted everything we have covered this topic once before but this is going to be a whole different episode so with better equipment so better studio yeah better studio better lighting it's good stuff i do enjoy this lighting so sam without further ado let's get into the boo hag have you ever woken up in the morning completely exhausted, even though you thought you got a full night's sleep? This is a fucking mattress firm ad. <laughs> Every day. <laughs> Why well, is welcome the to hag- parenthood, Eric? You need to like patent that to 
I need to sell that to a mattress company. Yeah. The Boohag. Yeah. Make yeah. it their mascot. <laughs> and there's... Where are the commercials? I mean, good God, insurance has ge- uh, geckos. Why come mm-hmm. is there not a boo hat for mattress sales? <laughs> At least for the Halloween season. It'd <gasps> be so good. You're missing an opportunity here, boo. I want like a 5% cut of any revenue made off of the boo hag mattress commercial. You heard it here first, folks. Just, I, just some fucking skinless monster we're getting into grinding the, on we're getting some poor into, bastard gross so tara reed oh now with a free adjustable base <laughs> and a free boo hag ride just tara reed and if you don't want the free boo hag ride you'll get a 50 dollars credit <laughs> no tara reed gee, maybe more like share hey now you can't mess with share she would not fit into the boo hag. No. I don't know. I think her skin's pulled back far enough. It'd kind of look no. like a skin suit. The Botox should not allow that to happen. Hmm? We don't shit on Cher. I'm shitting on Cher. It's official. No, sir. Maybe Madonna. Sorry. Yeah, Madonna is also very boo hag like. I love Madonna. And probably Lady Gaga in 40 years. Mm. Madonna. Yeah, Madonna. Yeah, Madonna's definitely a boo hag. And that is when when Eric got struck from from the planet. Don't come for me in the emails and comments, please. Thank you. I love Madonna. And I love Cher. Am I a boo hag? Like, only time will tell. I could just I want her to remix her like a virgin. Like a boo hag. Oh God. Anyway. Touch for eight hours. Stealing breath for the very first time. <laughs> anyway. So, wake up exhausted even though you got a full night's sleep. You're bleary-eyed and achy all over, but you're not sure why. They're talking about a boo hag or being hungover, because I feel like this is all those symptoms. Yes. <laughs> Both. This sounds like a fucking medicine commercial like a pharmacy commercial i know oh is my god does that does that mean i have a good voice side effects may be is that loss what that of means skin. did you just give me a compliment <laughs> yeah a little thank bit thank you side effects it's may be loss of skin what was that one like sleeping pill lunesta <laughs> those what? side effects just crack me i'm like why would you why one of them is a boo hag did you know you that? might you might get tuberculosis but your skin will be cleared up your rash will be gone but you could have tuberculosis. Shortness of breath. <laughs> Death. Lossy, lossy Death is my favorite side effect in any of those commercials. Because it, it's just fucked. It's like, you could die if you take this, but it's going to clear your skin right up. Your eczema will be gone, though. You're good. Your psoriasis, gone, but you might die. Just, uh... Yeah. It cracks me up. What was one of suicidal thoughts? I, I think thought, it was like an antidepressant. Yeah. I think that's what that was. <laughs> antidepressant. This could, have the, that. this could have the opposite effect. I feel like we're going in the wrong direction here with this mess. <laughs> I feel like this is not doing what it's supposed to do. Yeah. But you know who does do what it's supposed to do? A boo hag. A boo hag. In the low country, a creature called the Boo Hag is a cross between a sleep paralysis demon and a vampire. 
in the so I all the the research that I was doing it either said Gola Geechee or Gola and Geechee. So I'm gonna say both. Yep. Just to cover all my bases. They believe that people have both a spirit and a soul. Once you die, if your spirit is good, you go to heaven. But if it's bad, turns into a boo hag. These are the most evil spirits you can come across, according to the Gullah. Of all the haints in the Gullah Geechee culture. I freaking love this episode. So a boo hag is a creature of the night. She's a skinless monster with red muscles, prominent blue veins, and eyes that reflect light like a cat's. Often described as an ugly old woman or a young beautiful one. Sometimes she's depicted with white flowing hair, like the hair that grows on corpses that led many older generations to believe the vampires were coming from the dead to feed. Hair and fingernails seem to grow on corpses because as the skin dehydrates, the hair and nails look longer. Quote unquote. Yeah, that's going to be a little foreshadowing for next month. (laughs) They use witchcraft and evil magic to cause havoc on innocent people and will paralyze you in your sleep. Like the infamous painting of the demon that sits on your chest in the middle of the night, feeding on your life force and subjecting you to nightmares. The boo hag looks human during the day because she disguises herself with the previously unlucky victim's skin. At night, she escapes the skin and goes looking for her next victim. She can slip inside through any crack in a window or crevice in a wall. Once inside, she finds you sleeping in your bed and crawls on top of you. It sucks the air from your lungs as you sleep, quote, riding you until sunup when it escapes into her hidden skin suit. Hell yeah. Rides me till sunup and sucks the air from my lungs. Not, I know not somebody else way. that does that. <laughs> I don't think she's well, sorry it about not, it. It would not be a Creeps in the Crypt episode if I was not compared to at least one horrible, haint, cryptid, demonic you, entity. Yeah, well, you know. You're all the things. I mean... You're great. You're a beautiful woman who rides me till sun up. And uh, sometimes when I wake you up in the middle of the night, you look like a red demon monster that wants to tear my head for off. I will off my never body. forget the first time I came over to podcast. You guys are both past the fuck out. Blackout drunk. <laughs> you wake Christian up. Like, I guess we're doing this without her. Is, I like finally, I'm like, Christian. And she's like, the monsters are gone. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? What did I walk into? And then you should like, you finally like came to and you're like, oh, hi. Yeah. What fucking monsters are you talking about? Well, the other night I woke <laughs> her up and she said Salem owed her money. So... <laughs> Things haven't changed. <laughs> That's hilarious. Did that crack you up? Oh, it really did. I don't know what. It's like that little bastard owes me money. <laughs> <laughs> Sam, oh 
was like, bitch, you don't got proof. <laughs> so I was like, what do you do? Write you an IOU for treats? <laughs> IOU for snuggles? Um, pretty much. Oh, my gosh. So, that's the reason why in the there's a popular saying among the Geechee and Gola slash and I don't and or yeah and or that says don't let the hag ride you if you're lucky you might wake up extremely exhausted a sign of a visit from the boo hag is someone who slept all night but got no rest which pff, hello welcome to adulthood <laughs> have a kid <laughs> literally have responsibilities literally maybe that's what they mean by don't let the hag ride you you know Mm. Did I just step in shit? Oh. <laughs> That's what it looks like. The looks I'm getting. If you all can see, if this is a video podcast. The looks I'm getting right now. Bob the zombie is even judging you right now. Yes, he is. He's turned his head away in disapproval. <laughs> Disgust, dishonor on you. He's like, you've ruined this hand for me. I don't even want to eat it now. My appetite is ruined. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> An unfortunate encounter with the boo hag ends with you waking up with the creature still riding you. If you try to escape or attack while it's feeding, you she will steal your skin for her next disguise. A few things will keep boo hags from riding you all night. You could place a straw broom across your front door, near the door to your room, or even under your bed. Because... The boo hag will be forced to stop and count the bristles. You can even use hairbrushes or like the boar's head, the, the boar's mm -hmm. bristle ones. Yep. Um, or a colander to the same effect. Because, you know, if it's one thing about a boo hag, they love to count. They're obsessed with numbers. Obsessed. I know that there's some people that even use like newspaper to line their walls or leave a newspaper out on their counter because it'll have to count the fucking words. I did not know that. Yeah. Interesting. You could also place a shotgun across the head of your bed. Boo hags hate the smell of gunpowder slash sulfur. That's what they don't like? Not that they could get their head blown off? No. Apparently that has no effect. Well, this thing can fit through like fucking keyholes and shit. It doesn't matter. It still can shoot at it. I also if read... If it can ride you, you can shoot it. Fair. Yeah, there's a lot of serial killers who probably those, agree with those you. Those are great words of wisdom from Christian. If it can ride you, you can shoot it. I'm down with that. Fucking Joel Ripkin over here. <laughs> I also read that if you place a fork under your pillow to prevent the hag from riding you. Now, does it have to be an actual silver fork? It just said fork, and I googled it to try and find why well it's, uh, it's gonna count very, the four prongs and then you're fucked i i went i landed in some very weird places and <laughs> you'll have to show me where you ended up after this i don't want to <laughs> anyway the some goal homework for our listeners find out what sam googled actually you're better off showing him than showing me if you show me, if it's like actual things that you can like collect, no, it's not. No, Aww. it's probably something dirty. It's weird. No, it just it like it just it 
It took me to weird places, and um. Well, if it's an actual silver fork, it would make sense because it would want to grab it to count the prongs, and then the silver would hurt it. She's not a werewolf. Silver is a cursed metal. I thought it was a pure metal. No, it's cursed because when uh, Judas betrayed Jesus, he was paid in silver, so it's a cursed metal. So that's why, like, most supernatural demonic creatures can't use silver. But you would think, since it's not like a pure metal and it's cursed, they could touch it since it's bad and they're bad. I don't know. That doesn't... Maybe I mean just, the, the maybe I'm just being too logical. The, the lore know. behind yeah, you need some suspension of, of like disbelief. Just just roll with it. Okay. It'll be okay. Is that why they can kill werewolves with a silver bullet? I have six silver bullets in my in the bedroom. Is that Are you anticipating I, werewolves? I don't know. It's not. I don't think it's the werewolves. I think it's for me. <laughs> when I finally just said <laughs> the only way it's gonna kill you. Uh-huh. <laughs> She's well, going to look like the transformation scene from American Werewolf in London. Oh Just goodness. a snout growing out. Yep. I'm like, I got to protect the kitty. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> you didn't protect the kitty. <laughs> I got to protect Salem. <laughs> There's a crazy dog woman in my bedroom. Oh my God. He would just lick himself. He would just be like, oh, okay. Oh, he would let us die. The goal is that the hag be distracted long enough that she forgets what she came into your home for. Then the sun comes up, and unable to return to her skin suit, she dies in the sunlight. It's an interesting parallel to European vampires and fairies. So, I've also heard that they can't return, like, they can't get back into the skin if it's sunlight. So, they're stuck in their boohag form. And they die. Yeah. Also, if you find... Oh, we'll get to that later. Um, so European vampires and fairies are also stopped by leaving piles of rice, sand, or salt in their path. They'll have to count the granules and they'll die in the daylight. Sprinkling salt over the boo hag as it sits on you will make the hag unable to return to her skin and die in the morning. This is the trickiest one of them all to attempt, however. It's best that if you wake up, do not move so you might survive the visit. The absolute best deterrent for this creature and any other angry spirits will include a local hardware store trip. You'll need a unique hue of indigo blue paint called Haint Blue. This is my favorite. I love this. So before we get to that point, there is a legend of a guy who beat a boo hag. By putting salt in the skin and the boo hag yeah. begged for him to wash the salt out of the skin so it could return and it would give him anything he wanted. And he did. And like, apparently he was like rich or some shit afterwards. Hmm. I read lots of like folklore tales of uh, mainly it was like two friends who got married around the same time. And one was telling the other guy like, oh. I wake up sometimes and my wife's not in the bed. And he's like, oh, you married a hag. And I mean, hags, hags have been around forever. They're mostly witches mm-hmm. is what they refer to as hags. And uh, the boo hag is anything but that. Yeah. So, but anyway, back to the haint blue. So, oh, 
I love haint blue. I love this. In Gullah, the word haint means spirit and usually refers to the more malevolent poltergeist we are familiar with in movies and ghost stories. When the European colonists came to the New World, they tried many different crops in the colonies to see what they could grow that would represent the best economic bang for their buck. Indigo is a crop that is so labor-intensive to get that beautiful color, it was considered blue gold. A southern belle named Eliza Lucas in the 1730s planted the first indigo plants on one of her father's three plantations in Charleston. While indigo was grown in both Jamestown, Virginia and New Amsterdam, which is currently New York City, it did not grow well in these areas. The Charleston plants were successful in the Low Country and became the biggest exploited item from the New World in a few short years. Since the dye is so labor-intensive, the farmers needed experienced workers, various African cultures, worked with this crop for almost half a millennia at that point. The need for indigo cultivators spurned on the kidnapping and enslavement of hundreds of thousands of people from West and Central Africa. They used the dregs of the dying vats and mixed the blue with lime and other chemicals to make a robin's egg blue, which became known as haint blue. It was so close to the color of both the sky and the sea in the, in the coastal low country of South Carolina that it became used to keep evil spirits away. So before I continue on with the haint blue, um, where I went to college down in Beaufort, mm-hmm. um, my college boyfriend's mom used to help out. I mean, I'm sure, maybe she still does. I don't know. Um, used to help out this guy that lived on St. Helena Island. And to get to his house, we had to drive, not through, but, like, we literally had to go around this um, one area called Delamo. I think that's what his name is. It's like a voodoo area in St. Helena. They're big into, like, hoodoo, which is more like the root medicine side of it. And that's where I first saw the blue glass bottle trees. Mm -hmm. I was like, what in the world is that? And that's when Lance was telling me, like, all this stuff. And, like, he told me about the haint blue. Because all down Charleston's, like, or not Charleston, um, Beaufort, like, the old, old houses, they all have haint blue ceilings on their porches. On their ceiling porches. And I freaking love it. Just to keep the haints away. I know! I mean, that culture is so rich with, like, folk magic. I love it. Is I the best it. way I could describe it is folk magic. Um... There's tons of different things that would help with like root medicine or brick dust, just like weird things that the, the culture is really cool down there. So if you're ever around Charleston, see if you can head, see if you can find some uh, Gullah Geechee stuff. Um, Gullah Gullah Island was filmed in Beaufort. Yeah. The show. A pollywog. That's a classic. <laughs> yep. I was living my best life down there. I, love I bet. It. I love it. Sounds like you were. I love Beaver. So anyway, painting the haint blue on windowsills, shutters, doorways, and even the veranda ceilings kept the spirits and boo hags away. 
The color would cause confusion as a ghost would think they had stumbled onto a body of water, which they cannot cross, or stepped out into the open sky and would be swept away by the wind or killed by the sun. It was a cheap and relatively easy way to keep the spirits out for blood, bodies, and death. I love, I love Southern folklore. Well, not, I mean, not Southern, but like where we are now. Oh, yeah. I mean, the South is full of so much great urban legends and myths and mm-hmm. just cool shit. I mean, the whole country is, but really the, the South, uh, because of the mixture of cultures here. I mean, people come here a lot for the ghost stories and areas. Oh, I mean, us. some of the most haunted places in the country are in the South. Um, as far as like haunted cities, like not maybe a single locale. Mm-hmm. Because I think the asylums and sanatoriums have that on lockdown. But as far as like Savannah, Charleston, New Orleans, St. Augustine, you you have so many cities that are Wilmington. just... Wilmington. Wilmington's super haunted. Mm-hmm. Um, which is in North Carolina. Rebecca the Ghost Guide lives there. I love her. So, I mean, you have this mix of cultures, but... I think the the stuff about haints and boo hags is, is something I find like really fascinating because it's something that's relatable because so many people have seen sleep paralysis demons, uh, which is realistically probably what it is, is just like their telling of it. But this is, this is a story that's also transcended from Africa to here. It's a story as old as time. Tale as old as time. Anyway, these people banded together to create communities and their beliefs came with them. Blue is a sacred color to the Gullah Geechee and it was most helpful in warding off evil spirits. Blue bottles, the glass dyed with indigo, would be placed on the ends of tree branches or sticks to create bottle trees. Yeah, I remember seeing one when I was in high school, but it was like a shitty done one. It was like some guy took a a 12-pack of Bud Bud Light Platinums. (laughs) He took the BL Platinums and put them on a a wrought iron tree that he welded together and stuck them in his front yard. A lot of the, like, old... Um, plantation style homes down in on the Beefert waterfront have blue glass bottle trees in their front yards or like around them. I probably done a lot better. Yeah, Yeah. I'm sure they're not using the the BL Platinums, you know what I mean? God, no. No, it is really awesome. My mom wanted me to go and go get her brick, real brick dust from Delamo. I'm pretty sure that's what it's called. If it's not, don't come for me. Uh, I was like, um, I'm gonna go with no. If you want it, you go get it. I'm not doing it. Mm-mm. I don't think they're just willingly gonna give you something. Yeah, probably without not. Without you giving them something. Well, I mean, I mean, I'm sure I would have. A lot of the people there speak their own language. Like, they speak Geechee. So, good luck, like, asking them for shit, really. I mean, they speak English too, but, you know, you have a culture that is cut off essentially because that they try to stay in their own yeah they bubble keep to like the sea islands Mm -hmm. like i didn't even their culture is really fascinating like if this story interests you 
do some research on the Geechee and Gullah people because there is a lot more to it and we're kind of broad stroking this a little bit, but a lot of what I found was like repetitive and stuff like we had like there's not a lot of like stories. No, there's there's myths, urban legends around it, but it's really fascinating stuff. I love it. So the blue glad the bottle trees, what some would think is a cute garden decoration, is another deterrent for spirits. They can slip into the bottles, but they can't escape the tiny openings because of the color. Ringing or rustling from the bottle means a ghost was caught inside. Adorable. I freaking love blue glass bottle trees. Love they are them. cool. They're super cool. If you live in the South and see one, now you know what it means. I know. I love it. I'm trying to figure out what the hubcaps on the barn mean, because I see those all the time. (laughs) Well, I don't know. Maybe somebody went to Advanced Auto. I'm not sure. (laughs) Got rid of their old hubcaps and hung them up. That many? Have you seen those before? They've got like 50. They're trophies. He's a serial killer. Oh, shit. Okay. They're like trophies, like deer. Wrong term. We'll have to to Google that and find out See, this one, I found this one off of Route 1. In North Carolina, on my way to Raleigh to kill a bitch. Jesus Christ, Pee Wee Gaskins. <laughs> um, so what do you ladies think? What do you, what do you think about the boo Do you think there's any merit to it? Do you think... With everything, especially like all these... I hate to call them Old South folklore, but... They had to have something. They didn't just make something yeah, up. They, I'm willing to bet that some part of that is real if not more than most i mean as we are all believers in the supernatural here yes i would say there's definitely something to it truly i think it's probably just their version of a sleep paralysis demon probably but that doesn't make it less any terrifying because you got to remember this legend was crafted back in fucking the 1600s probably yeah i'm willing to bet it goes back farther than that oh 100 like i said it came from africa but like yeah the the mixing of the cultures and shit definitely accentuated this because there's a lot of people that aren't Gullah Geechee that hang a broom over their door yeah because that's that's a thing here in south carolina north carolina and georgia is you don't let the spirits in because they have to count the bristles of the broom so it protects you at night. So, I mean, that's a documented thing down here in the South. It's like you'll see people with those decorative old school bristle brooms hanging above their door. And they sell them right now at Home Depot for spooky season. And we have and one they, downstairs. And they smell like pumpkin spice. Oh, we don't have one of those, but we have one downstairs in the hall. Mm-hmm. Did I tell you that... Oh, shit. Did I tell you about uh, Matt and the boo hag? No. So, my boss, Matt, uh, uh, our GM, Chelsea, brought in one of the little smelly good bristle brooms. And she's like, Matt, look what I got. He's like, get that shit out of here. I don't want the fucking boo hag in here. And Chelsea's like, what the fuck is a boo hag? And I popped my head out of the dressing room. I was like, are we talking about boo hags? Is that what we're talking about? And she's like, you know what that is? I was like, uh, I absolutely know what that is. 
Oh yeah, you'll you'll know uh, somebody that's not from the South. Well, she's from uh, Brunswick County. Chelsea is. I don't know. <clears throat> All I know is I I knew what that was beforehand, but I'm also a freak and watch nothing but like paranormal shit. So. And I watch it at night. What? I want to attract. Eh. I sleep. That's the fun. best time to watch it. We know that. I have enough spooky friends to deal with. I'm good. Eventually, I'm going to put a <clears throat> entertainment center up in the podcast studio so we can watch like horror movies and shit. Yeah, it'll be cool. But guys, thank you so much for listening to the episode. Um, we really appreciate it. Yes. Make sure you rate and review the show. Uh, I'm thinking about starting to read reviews on Apple Podcast on the show at the end of the show every every week. Ooh, yeah. Yep. So if you guys leave us a review, I will read uh, the best review at the end of the episode every week. We'll give you a shout and out. We'll shout you out. I love that. So please leave us a review on Apple Podcast. Write us out a nice little message. We appreciate you guys. You are the reason we do this every week. Can we read them on Spotify too or no? Spotify, you can't actually leave a word review. It just leaves oh, you just the, the stars. The stars. But if you do listen to us on Spotify, it would really help us out if you left us a review. So. Do both. Yeah. And appreciate it. Without further ado, Christian, if you could drop the socials. Oh, we love you guys. And we are so excited. We are in. We are fully in the spooky season. We're feeling it. We're vibing it. I felt the cold chill outside. We have the juice. (laughs) It is here. Uh, We just appreciate. (laughs) I gotta stay on trend with things. Uh, Make sure you guys are following us on Facebook, Instagram, everything. Everything is pretty much creeps in the crypt or creeps underscore. No, the there's crypt. nothing underscore anymore. Oh, uh, you changed everything? Okay. The only one that's different is Twitter, and that's because we ran out of text space, and there's no I in the N. It just creeps the letter N, and it says the crypt. Well, anyway, thank you, Eric, for that correction. No problem, anytime. But I do appreciate you guys, and please make sure you guys are following us there. Um, interact with us. We like the likes, and actually, we do... Uh, read every comment and take it into effect. So if there I is posted on the Instagram, so mm-hmm. if there is something that you want us to cover, you have a comment. We shout you out on the Instagram. Oh yeah. All yeah. the love. So leave us a review on Apple podcast. Uh, we will post it to the Instagram and it'll be forever on the listener reviews tab on our Instagram, on our listener reviews bubble. Um, yeah. I think that's it for this week. Mm-hmm. See you next week. Next week we have a awesome <laughs> urban legend. I'm so excited. Christian I'm excited. picked. I feel like the boo hag was Sam's pick, and next week is Christian's pick. I'm so excited. I can't wait. Yes. Uh, we're going down to the bayou for next oh, week. Oh, I'm so excited. So I want to watch Princess and the Frog now. <laughs> Well, I don't think there's going to be one of those in the Princess. Oh, well, no, but <laughs> I doubt Disney would draw something so savage. They should. It's all right. Anyway, we love you guys. Stay spooky. Stay creepy.